Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. There's over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio and get your free audiobook today. This past November, JetBlue celebrated a major milestone in having crew members volunteer more than 1 million hours in their local community. An incredible accomplishment, especially considering the size of the JetBlue employee community. They celebrated with a unique initiative called Share Your Good, in which they encouraged employees and consumers to share how they make the world a better place. In this episode of Cause Talk Radio, I talked to Isima Gibbs, JetBlue's director of CSR, about their incredible commitment to employee engagement, why the CSR department is housed within the airline's people department, and JetBlue's unique approach to combining consumer and employee engagement. Seema, welcome back to Cause Talk Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I want to start out with a little bit of background. So JetBlue took what I think is a unique approach to employee engagement and CSR a couple of years ago when you all moved the CSR department under the people department, which is the human resources department, if I'm not mistaken, to ensure um, alignment there. So could you talk a little bit about this move and the rationale behind it and what it's enabled you to accomplish at JetBlue? Sure. So at the forefront of everything that we do, our crew members, uh, our work for employees are right there front and center. And so it was really a natural move for us to leave the marketing department and go into the people departments so that we could continue to focus on engagement and how we are interacting with our crew member base. Um, and so I think there are a few things. One is we understand the importance of engagement. That's that's really clear. Two, um, I think that the our crew members are so passionate. It really gives us an opportunity to take that and blow it out, take it to the next level. And being in the people department, we have an opportunity to get them from the door. So we, you know, we've we've talked about it sometimes in the interviews. We bring it up during our orientation. It is a part of everything that we do. And being here allows us to oversee that process, morph it and change it when we need to. So that was another thing that was important. I think learning about today's workforce, talking about Gen Z or millennials, it's really important to connect with them. And if you don't align with what they're interested in, then you kind of lose them. And so our volunteer program is so unique. It allows people to volunteer where they're passionate and gives people a connection automatically because they could come in the door and do what they love to do. So I think there was a lot of synergies coming to the people department. And don't get me wrong, we still work very closely with marketing. We still are you know, use all of the marketing assets, whether it be on board the airplane or whether it be Facebook or Twitter, you know, any of our social media platforms, we really try to still engage with marketing and do some pretty powerful co-branded things with the marketing team. Um, a perfect example of that is last year's JetBlue for Good Month when we did Destination Good. So we really do still work with marketing. We're just not sitting in the marketing department. And I think it gives us the benefit of both worlds. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I do think that, I, I don't know, I think it's always, it's it's confused me a little bit over the years that more companies don't integrate their employee engagement programs programmatically with their consumer-facing programs. So I think that, I mean, whether you're doing that on a daily basis or not, it at least lets you, you know, each department know what the other's doing and with a little bit more detail if you're kind of sitting, you know, in the organizational structure within that function. We very seldom do any initiative that doesn't have both a crew right. member and a customer focus. And so Which is unique. It, it is unique. Um, I think it gives us a, a unique value proposition as well, but mm-hmm. it really also helps us stay true to who we are and our mission. And so if you are going to inspire humanity, you have to do that internally and externally. Well, you uh, at JetBlue have recently recently reached an incredible milestone. JetBlue crew members have volunteered more than 1 million hours in their local communities. Congratulations. Would you talk Thank a little you. bit about that milestone um, and just maybe a little, give us a sense of what types of activities crew members typically participate in? Sure. So I think there are a few things to consider. One is the million volunteer hours has come from Uh, such a small workforce. So Mm -hmm. when you hear other people say that, they usually have a workforce that is double hours. We are at 23,000 crew members. Um, And so when you think about other corporations at 40 and 50,000 crew members who do, uh, you know, don't volunteer at that number, you really have to say it's a testament to who we hire and who works here at JetBlue and the culture that we cultivate. So we started our program about eight years ago um, crew members log their volunteer hours, and we have a program now that's called Flight for 50. So when you log 50 volunteer hours and they're verified, then we give you a pair of round-trip tickets to donate to the charity of your choice. So we don't have a company matching program, but we think our Flights for 50 program rivals any program because it gives you the opportunity to do, to do two things. You could actually volunteer at one company and give your tickets to another company. Or another organization, or you can volunteer at one place and give all of your your search to that one organization and have a rich, deep impact. So it gives crew members a power of choice. And I think that's one of the reasons our program has been so successful is because you volunteer where you're passionate about. We don't dictate that to you. So wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, however you want to help, that's what we encourage you to do. And then we reward you for it. I think there are and we'll talk about this in, in just a minute, but I think there are times where um, it makes sense to have something that's corporate organized to say like, hey, here's what we believe in and here's an opportunity to volunteer or donate. Because some people don't necessarily have that cause that they're particularly passionate about and they kind of need some guidance and structure and they they like to be aligned with the company for which they're working. But to your point, a lot of people like, for example, I'm a CASA volunteer. I'm completely like head over heels for everything CASA, you know? So if my company donated to, I don't know, something else, I might not be as motivated, right, to do the work that I'm already committed to doing. So I love that you enable people to do. One of the things that doing both company and crew member um, focusing initiatives, it gives us an opportunity to really highlight what the companies, what, what we stand for. So we try to put 80% of our time, talent, and treasure in youth and education, community initiatives, slash volunteering and um, the environment or sustainability. And so if we're doing that, it gives us an opportunity to showcase those initiatives and then you can volunteer there as well. So one of the things that we've been doing for years are building playgrounds with Kaboom Mm -hmm. and our crew members love that initiative. It, but they might also then go 
work at a dog pound or, right. you know, yep. do animal rescuing. So it doesn't preclude them for doing what we're doing. They can clearly articulate the things that we support, but it gives them an opportunity if they have a passion point to work there. And like you said, if they don't, it gives them an opportunity to volunteer in meaningful ways. So outside of Kaboom, what are the other kind of corporate organized volunteer activities that you're, you're encouraging your employees to participate in? One of the things that we started a few years ago is that we've been building houses in Colombia with Techo, and that has really taken on a life of its own. Last year or this year, we did a build in, in the beginning of the fall, and we did it as a crew member contest, and we had thousands of entries. People really were excited about participating, and so we realized that there are that people are paying attention because mm-hmm. we didn't know that people were so excited <laughs> about this initiative. So they are paying attention and we, we have to um, be mindful of that. But also I think um, it gives people an opportunity to come together with different work groups. And so we had pilots and flight attendants and people that work in the airports and people that work at corporate. It had a, a group of individuals who might not ever have a connection come together and do um, an initiative. And so that's one of the things that we do. We always do something um, in April around taking care of our planet. And so whether it's planting trees or having people do initiatives in their cities and, and being one of the things that's so unique about us, of course, is that we have, 100 100 plus cities and so getting everybody on the same page to do something in a uh, around a special cause is really powerful and we've been able to leverage our ambassadors or we call them csr liaisons but they're like our ambassadors in Mm -hmm. cities to to help cultivate and really foster volunteering and so that's another thing that i think is pretty unique about um, some of the work that we do. You know, it's interesting that you were talking about Techo and the uh, application process, because I do think I've seen other companies do that. And I think it's interesting when you have an application process for a volunteer activity versus like, everyone can do this and we want 100% participation. I mean, it really does kind of um, make it a more unique and special type of thing. And I know that like an international service trip like that, by definition, you're limited in how many, you can't take every single JetBlue employee to go do that. Um, although that would be fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's interesting to see companies kind of elevating the profile of volunteerism by being like, well, if you want to do this, you got to apply. Like it's not a given you're going to be able to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And people wrote really, we, they had to write a little bit of an essay about what they do and, and they wrote really heart-wrenching stories and really thoughtful participation in that initiative. So sometimes, you know, you, you do a contest and you're like, you could randomly select people, but they had to put in some work to go to Techo. And so um, we were really pleased with that. And then that's a really good base for us to communicate special things with. So we just did, we just wrapped up JetBlue for Good Month and we were talking about share our good. And we knew that that was a, a base that we could t- tap into because they had all applied for Techo. And so it also gives us a framework for reaching people in a different way or, or targeting some of our volunteers or people who are interested in volunteering. So you could send a mass email, but that gave us a another targeted approach to reach out to people. That's awesome. And uh, you just you referenced something I was just about to ask about. So in November, you celebrated your million hour milestone with an initi- initiative called and it's the JetBlue for Good Month. But this year it was called Share. Was it Share the Good or Share Our Good? Share your good. Yes. Okay. Share can you can you tell us what that entailed and how that how that all went? Sure. So we were asking people to tell us a little bit about what they do, because 
A, it helps us increase the profile of um, all the good works that our crew members are doing. And we know that people do more than they tell. And so this was encouraging to tell as much as they do. And then the same thing for our customers. We were asking them, tell us a little bit about what you what you do and what you like to do. And then we gave out small grants to help some of the smaller organizations, um, not only grants, cash grants and tickets. So it just helps kind of spread the JetBlue love in a way that's unique and different, but it, it allows us to align our giving with some of the, the organizations our crew members and customers are passionate about. What did you find out through that event? Like, was there anything that surprised you about the stories that came in or just kind of uh, caught your attention in a particular way? I have to say that I'm always surprised how much people love animals. Yeah. That's not necessarily um, something that naturally bubbles up. But Mm -hmm. whenever we have an opportunity to ask people to tell us what they do, that bubbles up a lot. So um, it's it's always interesting to see how people support animals and, and are kind to animals. So that's interesting. I think the other thing is um, our crew members are really active in with their schools, their kids' schools. And um, that's always interesting. I think there is a hands-on approach to education and being involved no matter where your child goes to school. How do you help dictate what that environment looks like. And I'm always surprised about people that continue to volunteer in their schools. And there's a there's a, a contrasting thought about volunteering when it's beneficial to you and just volunteering when it's not necessary, when you have nothing in it. And to me, volunteering is volunteering. And so there are at every school, at every um every place where it would be beneficial, there are hundreds and thousands of people that don't. And so you still need those core volunteers. Even if you get something out of it personally, you still need those volunteers to show up and make a difference. And so I embrace all of it and encourage people to just do what they're passionate about. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. One book I've just discovered and highly recommend is Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as if Your Life Depended on It by Chris Voss. Voss was the FBI's lead international kidnapping negotiator, and in his book, he provides really practical tips you can use to become more persuasive, both in your personal and professional life. I found this book so useful that I'm listening to it again on Audible, and you can get it for free with your 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. What have you found the best ways, I seem to kind of share some of the stories that uh, about the works, the good works your crew members are doing out in the world? How do you do that with internally? How do you do that with consumers? How do you do that with the C-suite? So I think one of the things, so we're doing a, a wrap up now with JetBlue for Good. And I was telling our crew members, that um, our, my team rather, that we have to do a great recap because I don't think people appreciate all the good works that our crew members are doing out in the field. And they are, this month, they were so proud to wear their JetBlue for Good shirts and go out and take pictures and they sent them back. And it was just heartwarming. The, the island of the Dominican Republic just went 
they every city did something special. And, um, when you think about all of the New Orleans and just so many cities that come to mind that might not necessarily always let you know what they're doing, but this time they just were just so excited about sharing it. And then we were sharing it on our internal communications channel. So hello, JetBlue. We were sharing it via social. We were sharing it um, in in letting people know just through a newsletter, we'll be sharing it. But we it's really important for us to let C-Suite know how engaged our crew member population is, because I don't think you you know that they're engaged, but to be able to show them with the pictures, this, this initiative came alive in ways that we just didn't know it would because we got so many pictures and we were able to, it came to life in a way that was so unique and so special. So we're really excited about that. That's awesome. And I think it's interesting because like you said earlier, um, you know, people tend to not brag about like, oh, look at all the good I'm doing in the world. But you really gave them an opportunity and an invitation to kind of share that, which I think probably enabled more to bubble up to the top than might normally. You know, it's not like you were asking for volunteers to share. You were like, hey, tell us all the good you're doing in the world as part of this whole, you know, you're part of this community. We want to show the world what the entire community is doing. And so it became more of a, um, I don't know, like a socially acceptable thing to do to kind of brag a little bit about the good works they're doing in the world. So I love that. And and brag about it and not really brag about it. So people right. always say, oh, yeah. I don't do it for that reason. Yeah. But, you know, they were <laughs> to say, well, no, today I did it for this reason. I want to show you the good that we're doing. Yeah. We had almost 16,000 crew members, customers um, tell us what they were doing. That's awesome. And more than a thousand nonprofits. So that was really, I thought, really good. Um, and then we were really working towards having uh, an opportunity to give somebody a pair of tickets so that they could go do good every month. And so we're excited to announce that going forward as well. So somebody will have a year's worth of of travel to be able to do good in the world. Wow. JetBlue for good. Yeah, because that's a great prize. Who's going to turn that down? I love it. Um, We've talked on this program before about your work with natural disasters. So do your employees participate in disaster relief and recovery? We do when the time it's appropriate. So the last thing during the middle of a... Um, a hurricane that people need or people who are unskilled or not necessarily trained to go out and support or try to support. But what we do first and foremost is take care of our crew members. And so we have a care team and the care team really was initially created around disaster response internally. So if something happened with a JetBlue aircraft or something happened with uh, a JetBlue property, responding to that, and we've since morphed that into being able to respond to disasters. So when we had the when the hurricanes hit San Juan, we had a, a, our customer crew members, our crew members go out and help not only our crew members in San Juan, but then they were able to help customers as well. So we opened up a mini um, box store so that you could come and get food and um, supplies. And so that's how we respond. We want to be thoughtful and not in the way. And so we really think about how we can do that. But if there's a disaster, if it happens in a JetBlue city, if there's a, not only a a natural disaster, but if there's a a horrible, tragic shooting or something that happens um, that we've unfortunately become so familiar with, we try to respond there as well. So we do participate, but just in a thoughtful way. And then we try to help wherever, if there's a need, we definitely try to answer the need. One of the things that we do is make sure that the people who are trained to respond can get to that location. So 
whether it's, you know, having a, a plane just for those individuals or whether it's making sure that we block seats for those individuals. We do try to make sure that we are thoughtful in that way. Um, and then getting people out of an uh, area that's been impacted by a disaster, we make sure that we're thoughtful in that way as well. Whether we reduce the, the fair, airfare so people can leave, we just make sure that we think about how we can best be a service to the community that's in need. Awesome. And I, um, I'll i put a link to the last time you were on the podcast talking about disaster stuff because uh, there's you guys have a lot of a very smart approach to to disaster and people should should hear that episode too. So I'll put a link into the show notes. Um, you had referenced earlier, Isima, that you pretty much always invite consumers to to have activations when you have employee activations. Can you give an, a couple examples of what that might look like in terms of community and crew member, you know, doing some sort of activity or engagement together or when they're invited sure. to, do it, to do it in a similar sure. way? I'll go back to Kaboom. I think when, when yeah. whenever we do Kaboom build, there are community slots and crew member slots. Oh, and cool. that is one activation that brings the community together. And people fly in for, for Kaboom builds from all over JetBlue cities. And it allows everybody to work together to achieve a common goal in a day. And I think the impact for us is that it transforms not a family, but a community. Mm-hmm studies show that kids need a safe place to play. Um, I remember when my daughter was young, being able to go to the playground, you found out who the good babysitters were. You found <laughs> share so much information on a playground. Yep. So it, it really does change the face of a community and we love doing that. But that's one example where both our customers and our crew members come together for um, an, an initiative. I think the share your good, I'm not share your good, but I, when we did last year, destination good, mm-hmm. we invited customers to go on a trip mm-hmm. and they didn't know where they were going. So how's that? I like that blue. <laughs> I trust them. They're going to take me somewhere. I don't really know where I'm going. I need to pack warm and I need a passport. Okay. I'm in. And we had almost a hundred people come to the airport, not knowing where they were going. Didn't they go um, to the DR? That's when we went to the DR. Yeah, and I think yeah. that shows a little bit about how our customers respond to us as a brand, because there was a lot of, tr- I don't know that I would have done it. Um, <laughs> a lot of trust involved in working, telling your boss that you're going somewhere, but you don't really know where you're going and you don't know what you're going to be doing, but it's with JetBlue, so I'm good. Um, and so I think that's another creative way of, of how we got our crew members and our customers together, because we also let crew members go. Um, and how we all work together to do some really cool things in the Dominican Republic last year. That's awesome. I love it. Well, uh, tell us what JetBlue has in store for crew member engagement and consumer engagement, if you will, in 2020. What can you uh, preview for us? Anything, anything, little sneak peek? Um, so I think, you know, one of the things that's important, if you only fly once or twice a year, hopefully you're seeing some of the good that we're doing, even if we do it in different cities. So we, we are going to bring back our reading program. So we're reading and we're going to take that to another destination. So we continue to try to make it new and fresh. So, you know, we added the vending machines and we're taking our vending machines on the road. They were here in New York last, um, this summer. So we're going to take them back on the road. Um, and so that'll be new and fresh for our customers to see them in a different city and to be able to engage with us as we are giving away free books. Um, our goal is always to, give away a hundred thousand books in a city. So that'll be new. And then we always have our destination, um, not destination good, our JetBlue for good month. So we'll have that again um, coming up in November and there'll be a 
cute customer twist to that. And so people can look forward to that. And then once again, we'll do something in the environmental space, whether it's asking people to tell us about a charity that they might want to support, or um, we'll morph that out to continue to show our involvement in making the world a greener place um, and how we are very serious about carbon emissions and offsetting and other things that help um, with, with climate change, because we know that that's a real issue. Excellent. Well, we will look forward to all of that. And where can people follow JetBlue for good online if they'd like to do that? So, of course, they can follow the conversation on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and JetBlue.com backslash JetBlue for good. And then they could also look at some of the work that we're doing in aviation specific with STEM through the JetBlue Foundation. Amazing. Thank you so much. And we will put all of that in the show notes at engageforgood.com. Well, thanks so much, Isima, for being with us. I'm sure we'll have you back again, but it was a super pleasure to talk to you today. And can I just add one thing? Please. So we talk a lot about our crew members and engagement. And I think one of the most special things that um, we've been able to do of late is we launched last year the JetBlue for Good plane. And so right. we have several liveries, Red Sox and Jets and other liveries, but we have a JetBlue for Good plane. And it's a beautiful plane. It makes my heart uh, smile every time I see it. <laughs> but it really is a tribute to all the work that our crew members do and the way that our customers engage with us. And so if you're out there and you see the JetBlue for Good plane, think of us and smile. Amazing. Well, uh, maybe you can send me a picture of that and I'll include that in the show notes as well because that'd be super fun. We definitely will. Awesome. We'll keep an eye out for that. Thanks, Isima. Thank you. Thank you. 